welcome back to this week's episode of Back Chat. I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm Krista. I was about to say, I'm Brian too. You always want to be me. I always want to be you. Yeah, but you're not me. Must be some kind of like... You know, I wonder what Freud would have to say about this. Man, I don't know. I feel like it's going to get to some creepy, like, you want to wear yeah. my skin to your birthday. <laughs> well, that, you know, that's very specific. That, that makes is. me feel like that's something that maybe you want. Maybe. Maybe I'm, you wish that I would wear your skin to your birthday. Once again, I wonder Are you what having Freud trouble making decisions? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't in your dreams yet. <laughs> But yes, actually, I often do. As a Libra, decisions can be very problematic for me. The worst. As a Libra moon, I can relate. I drive my partner up the wall. Yeah, me too. With my wavering on decisions. Back and forth, back and forth. Oh, yeah, it's bad. Back and forth. The thing about being a Libra is you can make a valid argument Mm. very convincingly to yourself to both sides of a decision. Oh, absolutely. And so even if it completely goes against... And to other people. Oh, completely. In fact, do you ever get bored? And take the other side of an argument, even though it's not your side, just because you're good at arguing the other side. Yes. Especially with my partner, it drives him crazy. But I'll be like, I'll I'll like play, not like devil's advocate, because I hate when people play devil's devil's advocate, but maybe I hate that because I do it sometimes. But not like about like important shit, but just like stupid shit. Yeah. Oh, the dumbest stuff. And you're like being such a little ass. Here's the thing. I don't like when people say they're playing devil's advocate. Uh, I like to go in stealth. I like to be stealthy devil's advocate. Yeah. Like if James Bond was devil's advocate, oh, that could be the title of a good James Bond movie. Devil's, Devil's Advocate. Advocate. Oh, yeah, it would be. Maybe it's been done. I feel like that's too good. It, I mean, there must be a movie called Devil's Advocate. Well, I think there if is. If there's not, that would be like rude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. hoping I'm hoping that there is. Yeah, I think so. But it sounds like a good James Bond movie. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I want to say, so on the, speaking of James Bond and things mm. that we love, because I think we both love a good James Bond Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, they're a classic, Definitely. right? Yeah, and they we've are had, They're like, great. I love James Bond movies. Oh, yeah, they're always so engaging. Yeah. They never let you down. It's kind of like Mission I, Impossible. I mean, like, there is always that aspect of, like, where you're just like, oh, really? Oh, what happened then, James Bond? What hot 19-year-old did you get after that? But, True. like, it's kind of like a part of, like, the element of the Hollywood movie bullshit. It just plays into the it's whole still like a, It's still a great C, you know? Yeah. A yeah. great C. A great C, if you will. <laughs> um, And Cineplex is also been a great C because yes. they start with C and they've been a fake sponsor in oh, the past. That's right. Ooh, yeah. Oh, oh. I'm just trying to make this smooth little segue <laughs> over into my fake sponsor. Oh, I know, okay. but I got so distracted. Yes. Hashtag yes. just air sign stuff. Oh yeah. For because sure. I realized how much I love having my Hillroy notepad beside me today. Mm, yes, and I have mine too. Yeah, and um, looking over at yours gives me a sense of comfort. Right. Holding mine here like this also, I just love being able to reach over with my pen and know my notepad's there. It's like a. It's like a. I don't know. It just makes you feel like, you know, there's something there that's got your back. Completely. Completely. It gives me this, like, crazy sense of comfort. I love it. Good. So I wanted to make that last minute my fake sponsor. Okay. But then I started thinking about, like, Hillroy, you write notes, they inspire you. Yes. Often notes can be lyrics. Yes. Lyrics are from songs. Yes. And speaking of songs. Oh. 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 I just need to give a shout out to Spotify. Oh, to Spotify. That's my official fake sponsor today. Love it. I'm kind and of surprised. And actually kind of a real sponsor because the back chat is on Spotify. Yeah, they are one of our platforms that yeah. we are published on. That's right. And so I can't believe they haven't been a fake sponsor before. Yeah, They actually. should be. Have they been? And kind of let's make um, like a little earmark to give a shout out to Google Play Music in another episode. Oh, yeah. But this is this is all about Spotify right now. Yes. Because they, if you do not use Spotify, I need to tell you, they have this feature 
called Discover Weekly. Yes. And so Spotify listens to all the music that you're playing all the time. And once a week, they put together a playlist of like 25 songs that it thinks you'll like based on what you've listened to. Yes. And it is like the equivalent of a creepy downstairs neighbor listing through to your apartment in your mm-hmm. air vent and then making you a mixtape and, and you like finding sliding it, it under the door sliding under your door that is how oh, yeah. creepily accurate oh, yeah. every song on every discover weekly ever is so good yeah. and i've discovered so much good music and discovering good new music is one of the things that makes me tick i love yeah. it so much me too okay i literally have been obsessed with the Dis- the discover weekly uh playlist as well for so long it's like, amazing and at first like so the way I found out about it was that I accidentally downloaded it mm-hmm. and then I didn't have any cellular data to like play my regular music. So it was the only thing that was downloaded on my phone. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's so annoying. And then I started listening and I was like, what the fuck? Like I what literally have I been find out on? the best, like some of my favorite songs I've found and like things that I would never have been able to find it's otherwise. It's so great. And the thing is, it's like, it's buried. It's hard to yeah. find. It's not front and center when you like go onto the main platform. Yeah. You have to go into playlists and then you have to scroll down a bit. I don't know why oh, it's not more no, prominent. No, no, no. You can go into your homepage. Yeah. And then at the top where they have like your daily mixes. Yeah. You just slide to the all the way to the oh, right, and it's right there. See, at the I end. don't think you should have to slide all the way. I think it should be the first one. Well, every week mine is right there, but I don't know. I don't know. And don't know. another Spotify feature that I love, and it only happens once a year. Oh yes, is your top songs of time that capsule? year. Your time yeah. capsule. I yeah. love and that. It's a hundred songs. Yeah. Of like just so the good. stuff that you played over and over. Right. And you listen to it, and it's such a good flashback for the year. Honestly, like that's your fucking New Year's Eve playlist, like getting ready oh, playlist right there. That's why I kept my Spotify subscription last year. Um, <laughs> other than they have great music, is yeah. because I was looking forward so much to having that playlist. I know. It's it's literally the best one. Yeah, it's yeah. it's amazing. You love Spotify. Oh, love Spotify. Love Every Spotify. month I make um like it's October right now. So I'll make an October 2018 love. Every month I have a oh. love playlist oh, that I add all the music I'm currently loving into the playlist. Oh. And Discover Weekly plays a little bit into that, but it's also just stuff that I hear around, stuff that I've already liked. Yeah. I add to the playlist. And um, I've got a couple of friends. One of my good friends, Ben, who listens to the podcast, shout yeah. out to you. He actually subscribes to like my monthly love playlist. Oh my God, cute. Yeah, because so it's fun. just like, it's fun music. And Spotify has such a great community sharing platform. Yeah, they do. That it's, way. It, it makes it really easy. My sister, I subscribe to a lot of her her music. Me Vanessa, too, yeah. She makes a lot of really good playlists. She has some great playlists. Yeah, she's a queen playlist maker. And I love on the desktop app with Spotify. Yeah. You can always creep on what people are listening to. Oh my god, to. I love that! And when you see their embarrassing little songs, I think you snapped me before because you busted oh, yeah. me playing an Avril Lavigne song. Yeah. Like, complicated. I mean, you can also <laughs> go incognito mode, though, so that no one knows how uncool you are. Mm, I think that's unfair. It that's is unfair. just not fair. I, you know, I used to do that sometimes to play, like, the Britney Spears Circus album, <laughs> but now I wear that loud and proud. Oh, you have to. Yeah. You have to. Because honestly, like, I don't give a shit. No, you can't. We're, we're, you know what? We're too old for that shit, Krista. Right? We it's don't so care. No. We're going to let our freak flags fly. We really don't. Um, your cat's going freaking bananas. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You've been distracted looking over my shoulder. Oh my God. I've been trying to keep it together, and I just have to say, Wally has gone full walnut. Wally, yeah. <laughs> Wally is full Uh, walnut. Babe, are you full walnut? Oh my god, he totally is full walnut. Well, if you couldn't tell, we're we're live in the West End again, you guys. Yeah, we're always live in the West End these days, hey? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, speaking of fake sponsors, though. um, Yeah. And uh, and kitties. (laughs) And walnuts. 
and walnuts. And I'm sure that everyone could hear him just freaking out and going bananas. Before you continue, do you Mm. like walnuts? Are you a walnut fan? Yes, I do. Okay, people either love or hate them. Do you not like them? I love them too. I love them. I kind of like how they... Honestly, a roasted walnut. Oh, and how they dry your mouth out just a little bit in the best way. Oh, there's something just real special about walnuts. Yeah, it's so odd to me. I haven't had one yet. Me neither. But I'm looking forward to I might have to go get a little bag of them. I just, I honestly really like to like dry roast them. Yeah. And just like munch them. They're just so good. They're great. On a salad? And if you have a tray of nuts and a nutcracker, they're Mm. the most satisfying nut to crack. They are for sure. That crunch they make because it's it's such a hollow nut. Oh yeah. It's so good. Um, Man, I haven't we used to have that, like a bowl of nuts um, and a nutcracker. And a cracker. Haven't done that forever. Not Um, since the 90s. Favorite one to crack, walnut. Least favorite, Mm. almonds. Yeah. Almonds are the worst to crack. crack, They're a little too soft shelled and they never come apart properly. It's not a good time. Hazelnuts are tricky. I'm trying to think of all... Oh, pistachios are good. Oh, I like yeah. pistachios. Yeah, they're but good. But that's like a good good old cracker in your mouth. That you know? is, yeah. <laughs> oh, my teeth just mouth. hurt. I don't think in your mouth. No. No? No, I like to use my hands for that. You don't crack that in your mouth? The shell's too thick. I feel like that would damage your enamel. No. I for feel like it would. For a roasted pistachio? Oh, well, that one you don't crack in your mouth. You just eat them, right? Well... No, they're. I think they're still like salted and like you. With you still take on. the shell out. Oh yeah. yeah, you still have to open. the I shell. I wouldn't do it in my mouth though. No, I, no, just open it with my hands. Oh, I love to open things in my mouth. Ooh, yeah. Oh, like mm-hmm. sunflower seeds. Um, we roasted pumpkin seeds last night. Oh, those are the best. And I my eat partner the shell of that though. Who doesn't up, eat the shell? Well, of that? I shell mine, but he's one of those people that the sound of chewing really sets him off. Oh. You know how some people love that? It's like ASMR. In a ASMR. good way or a bad no, way? No, bad way. Bad <laughs> way. In fact, I'm surprised that he's taking me to see a movie tomorrow. Really? Because the sound of the popcorn in the theater distresses him so much. Really? Yeah, people chewing. So when I was on the couch last night trying to shell my my pumpkin seeds, yeah. it, he was like, I almost wish we didn't make these. <laughs> He actually said that word for word. He's like, I almost wish we didn't make these. Because it was was that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really funny. Were you like, shut up? (laughs) Well, kind of. But then I also felt bad because I know what it's like to have those little ticks that can really bother you. And I was just happy that he can be honest about it. Honestly. You know, so we can work on it. And I didn't alter how I was eating them, but I was aware of like, you know, it's something you don't enjoy. So we don't have to have pumpkin seeds (laughs) every night. I'm laughing at it so hard. Um... (laughs) But you know what? I, I, I don't really mind the sound of chewing as long as it's not like obnoxious. But one kind of chewing that I can't stand is like uh, like a mouth breather yeah. like chew where it's like. Like eating cereal with a plugged nose. And they're like, yeah, totally like eating. <laughs> a worse. Like it's like, yeah, when you're sick and like you're eating, but you have to still breathe through your mouth. But some people just do that all the time. They do. Yeah. I That's... have a friend who is a mouth breather and I tell her all the time a how much she drives me crazy. breathing eater. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing worse. There's nothing worse. She was wow. impossible. We used to have sleepovers when we were kids and I'd be like, honestly, just fucking get out. You know, mm-hmm. I can't deal with this. This is terrible. <laughs> Mouth-breathing bullshit. Man. Well, we've, I think we've yeah. talked about it before, but one of my biggest fears is, like, how I eat when I'm alone. Like, oh, yeah. if someone were to walk in on me eating Hawaiian pizza by mm-hmm. myself in yeah. the kitchen, you I would be mortified. That. Yeah. You like, did, it's, it's, bar- it's barbaric. Yeah. It's terrifying. I mean, I feel, I, I feel like that's probably just when we're all of us are alone when you get al- when you get alone with that like that one thing that you're like oh yes i'm gonna put the sauce on you i'm gonna stuff you in my mouth i'm gonna eat you so good and yeah. it's like you just get so into it and oh. then like you realize someone's watching you like what the fuck? i've never realized someone watching me thankfully mm. but it's up there with my biggest fears <laughs> and it's gonna happen own. one day you yeah. know yeah. it will it's only a matter of time before Someday, me and the Brian. hawaiian pizza are busted in the kitchen <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, it'll be so funny too. Yeah, maybe I'll just have to like set up like a hidden camera and Please. then show all of our back chat listeners. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I almost wanted to interrupt you again with another thing. Oh, tell but me. I know I could just keep rambling and rambling. I really want to hear your fake sponsor. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Fake sponsor. Oh my gosh. Well, Walnut has come down. Look at him. He is. He's so calm. He's so cute. I know. You guys, I wish you could see this cat. He's adorable. You can see him by going to my Instagram at Carminal. Just kidding. K-A-R-M-I-N-A-L. <laughs> totally not joking. Anyway, so my fake sponsor today is Vokra. Ooh. Vokra. Do you know Vokra? Um, I don't. How do you okay. spell it? V-O-K-R-A. Okay. It's an acronym. Okay. What does it stand for? Uh, Vancouver Orphan Kitten Rescue Association, I think. I actually don't know, but I'm just assuming that that's what it is. Okay. But they're, it's like a kitten rescue, cat, kitten and cat rescue. Okay. Vokra. It sounds mm-hmm. like, you know, remember McDonald's um, when they did like Fraggle Rock toys? Oh my God. I and love Fraggle Rock. And the Fraggles would drive the little They would drive the little vegetables. Oh my God. Yes. I feel like a Fraggle would drive a Vokra. Oh my God. Totally. Cute. Probably because it sounds like okra, but also Volkswagen. I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. There you go. I just did like that was really. I backtracked good. on your on your brain. Yeah, you did backtrack on backchat. Dang, man, girl. Dang, dang, dang. Okay, so the Vancouver Orphan Kitten, Kitten Rescue, Rescue Association. Association. Yes, Volkra. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Watch me be totally wrong, but I'm fairly certain that that's it. I'm going to – I would bet a good 10 bucks that you're right. 10 is – you know, that's not very much faith, but I'll take it. <laughs> um, so my partner and I just adopted a kitten. Congratulations. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, my God. He's a little gray fuzzer guy, little, really fluffy, very big. Brian's already seen him, but just describing he's adorable. the listeners. Um, with these really pretty gold eyes with like a super green ring around them. It's so pretty. Yeah, they're, they're mesmerizing. Yeah, he has beautiful eyes. Um, and you have to tell everyone his name. His name is Oguaho, which, which means, means wolf in Mohawk. So, so adorable. Because um, he literally looks like a little wolf. He has like the most majestic little face. He's yeah. so cute. Um, and his name before that was Ash. Okay. Which is also really cute. That is adorable yeah. as well. We were kind of like debating, but. I mean, Ash. Yeah, that's really cute. I know, right? Super mm-hmm. cute. Ash. I didn't know that before. And this is the first time hearing it. And yeah. I'm like, mm, but I like his <laughs> other name. You're like, I think I like that better. Um, can you have a middle name? Can you give a cat a middle yeah. name? Yeah, totally. Does Wally have, have a middle name? Um, well, Wallace's middle, middle name is Marshmallow. Wallace Marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wallace Marshmallow Marshall. Mm-hmm. I love because, it. Because um, he is orange and white. Yeah. So he's, I always joke that he is Irish and Marshmallow heritage. Oh, yeah. Don't you? Don't you? He's passed out now. Yeah. Good. He went walnut. He went full walnut and now he's out. But, um, I wanted to give a shout out to Vokra also because they were so amazing to deal with and also okay. i had heard of the the rescue before mm-hmm. but i had never actually gone through the process okay and it was totally not what i expected at all um i also thought so vokra like their mandate is like they adopt in pairs so i actually never even like thought of going to vokra because i already have a cat and i was like we can't adopt two right now <laughs> like right. you know i was like i want a buddy for wally yeah but actually they they're obviously like sometimes there's an odd number of cats. It's just their thing is like every cat needs a kitty friend okay. essentially. So we adopted Oguaho mm-hmm. um, to be Wally's little buddy friend. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then he had two sisters also. Aww. So it's like, I know actually there was seven of them total, okay. but the other ones were already gone when, when we went to go see him. Okay. Um, so 
Yeah. So I like filled out an application online, mm-hmm. sent it in. Yep. They like kind of like pre-approve you and, and then you – or no, they approve you. They pre-approve you. Yeah. But then you go and you look at the kitties. Okay. Online, there's like a gallery mm-hmm. and you can see and it's like you can adopt any of the kitties that are – that say they have like a little name thing under it that says um, like must adopt as a buddy cat. Okay. So, so every every cat like that, like you have to take two of them. It's like rhubarb must be adopted with like maple, but okay. like or as a buddy cat to whatever. I feel like rhubarb's partner would have been named Parsnip, but cute. Yeah, uh, rhubarb and Parsnip. That's mm-hmm. cute. That would be a really cute cat name. Be a bad pie combo, but bad pie combo for sure. Yeah, yeah. cute cat combo. Deaths, deaths. So when we saw little Oklahoma, we were like, oh my god. I've literally wanted a fuzzy gray kitten my whole life. Yeah. He's also really big. He's like, I think he's about 13 weeks now. He's bigger than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. When I saw him, I was a little surprised because I was expecting this mini little meowing Tiny little kitty. kitten. Yeah. yeah. But he was the biggest out of all of the siblings. And he was literally like double the size. Wow. Yeah. He's just a really big boy. Yeah. And so is he going to grow more? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He'll grow a lot more. He'll be huge. Wow. Can't wait. Bigger than Wally? Um, I think so. Hmm. I almost wonder. But yeah, so it was like a really, like after we we said we wanted to go see Ash, and then we went to visit the foster place. Yeah. The the woman who was fostering them, whose name was Natasha, she was very sweet. And um, and then you have twenty four hours to decide if you want to take that kitten or if you want to keep looking at other kittens, right? Yeah. So. We decided we loved him because he was adorable and so sweet and literally came right up to me and he was like, I was like petting him and he was purring. And then, so we said, sure. And then we had to go meet with an adoption counselor so that I booked that for like two days later. Okay. Um, That was like the earliest appointment that they had. Yeah. And then I picked him up right after. That's cool. They really care about the animals. They do. You can tell. They really care about the animals. Just the fact that you even used the term adoption counselor. Yeah. Tells me a lot. Oh yeah. There was three different people that I was involved with. So there was... Like Nadika, who was the adoption counselor. And okay. then there was Rowana, who was like the person who I talked to, um, who actually interviewed me in person. And then obviously the foster mom, who is Natasha. Okay. So it was like, there's all kinds of things going on and it's all yeah. volunteer run. So it's pretty crazy. That is cool. And the adoption fee was like $214, but that includes like a spay and neuter and all of their shots. Like you, you know that you're getting, like there's so many perks to adopting as opposed to like going on craigslist and looking up like kittens yeah and i also learned something that i didn't know and i feel like i know a lot about cats okay but so this is a really big this was a big one this is a big back fact and this is like cats a reason why you should like adopt and not like get from a pet store adopt not shop you know so when i got wally Mm -hmm. we got him from literally the front door of someone's house they just like passed him to me and he was tiny and he like he was maybe eight weeks i think they said he was eight weeks but he could have even been younger because he was honestly very small yeah um so kittens wean at six to eight weeks but they do a lot of their socializing like the socializing behaviors that they need to learn from their mom and from the other kittens like from their siblings Mm -hmm. Um, up to like, up until like 12 weeks. And uh, okay. so 
10 weeks is like the earliest that the, that Vokra will adopt a kitten out. And so one of the things that like with Wally that I've always had trouble with and I never knew why is that he will bite sometimes so hard and it like he'll like leave marks and like he won't let go. He won't know when to stop cuz he wasn't socialized. Cuz he, he wasn't learn socialized. That from other cats. So he's literally he doesn't know when it's too hard. Right. And like when it's enough, mm. um, cause like he never learned that like hierarchy and he never had his mom being like, that's too rough, you know? So yeah. like when he gets excited and starts playing, he like doesn't know where to stop. Right. So like when you, when you go and you adopt kittens at that age, that's where you get like a lot of bad behaviors and then people get like, oh, well, you know, fuck this, like this kitten is, this is a bad cat. And then they give it up or put it out for adoption or, yeah. you know, like give it to a friend or bring it to the SPCA or do whatever. And it just creates this like cycle of cats that are like living in shelters, right? Um. So if you adopt from a place like Vokra, like if the cat doesn't work out, you can return it to Vokra, right? Okay. Um. That's nice. Yeah. So, I mean... I'm not planning to by any means. No, but it's nice to know it's an option instead of that cat ending up in the alley. Yeah, exactly. And like another thing is like they say keep your cats indoors. So obviously Wally is an indoor cat and yeah. so will Oguaho be an indoor cat. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, these, so these are all really important things. That, yeah, very that, important. I mean, the indoor cat thing I knew, but I didn't know all this stuff about kittens and socializing. Yeah. And, and now knowing that, it's like... development time yeah, frame. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have to introduce them super slow. Um, Oguaho's in the bathroom right now. So we're going to... He'll be in the bathroom for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but they'll just eat on the other side of the door and like, you know... Get used to each other. Smell each other. And then Wally will have a little friend and... Yeah. yeah they'll be cat buddies. Yeah. They'll so be tighter than rhubarb and parsnip. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah. So shout out to Vokra for all the work that they're doing because it's totally volunteer run. So the people who are doing that are amazing. They are constantly rescuing kittens, like, um, you know, going out and tra- like trapping cats and finding cats. And, you know, it's a hard, it's a hard one. Yeah. So good for them. That is a hard one. Snaps to you, Vokra. Give them a little snap over here. Right? Love it. So yeah. Very excited. New kitten. That's so exciting. Right? And so cute. It's adorable. That cat's absolutely adorable. He's so cute. Yeah. I'll, I'll be posting lots of Instagrams and stuff. Oh, that's good. Yeah, right? Well, speaking of things that are adorable. Yes. I was driving home today mm-hmm. and I was stuck in a lot of traffic on the Alex Razor Bridge. There were oh. a couple accidents on my commute home. It turned it into like almost a two hour ordeal. Oh, Spent no. a lot of time just like sitting there doing nothing on the highway. And you know how that drives you crazy. You want to go. You're going to yeah. antsy. You oh, get you, bored. Needed, you needed to practice some mindfulness. I did. Or I needed another episode of Back Chat to listen to. Oh, I don't yeah. know, man. There you go. I don't know. Yeah. So ahead of me was a moving van. Yeah. Now I only knew it was a moving van because it had very crudely stenciled letters on it that were kind of crooked and they weren't professionally done <laughs> with like this moving company's name on it. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that does not look like a very professional setup whatsoever. Right. But then I got looking at it more and I'm like, well, they're stuck in traffic. They're obviously in business moving something. If yeah. it was something covert, they wouldn't even have had to write on the van. Just leave it as a plain white van. How yeah. many of those do you see? So right. I think they're a legit business. And I realized that like Brian five years ago mm. would have looked at that van 
ridiculed it, made a few jokes, and not even have considered it as like a legitimate business whatsoever, simply based on appearance. Yeah. So then after, you know, like five years go by and you learn to hustle a little bit on your own, you and me have started a side project. I've got some other side projects going on. I looked at it today and realized that I gave it more of a nod of respect. Right. And I realize that whoever's driving that van has, it might not be pretty, but yeah. they have done the single most important thing in accomplishing a goal. And that's to get your ass off the couch yeah. and put some stencil letters on a van and get out there and start moving shit. Right. Why not? And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. And then I was thinking, well, the difference between me five years ago and now is the fact that I didn't have the side hustles and I wasn't doing that kind of stuff. So I wasn't in the mind frame to appreciate that. Right. And so it was just pretty cool that whoever's driving that moving company, I wish I um, had it in front of me so I could give them a shout out because it was, it was a pretty cute van. Um, You know, they had the guts to go ahead and do this presentation that way, even though they knew people like I would have been five years ago are going to look at it and they're going to laugh. But the important thing is they're out there, they're moving shit and they're actually making their goal a reality. Can't, can't let the haters get you down. You can't. It sounds like you used to be a hater. Um, a a little bit. And I think, you know, maybe we all are at some point or another. And I, I find that, um, you know, the haters are just people who haven't been there or there's some insecurity or, you know, I I think it's largely insecurity based to be honest. Yeah. because Because Honestly, like uh, there's, and you know, it's also when we had Kim on the show to talk about mindfulness and stuff like that, like since I've been starting, like pra- tra- consciously trying to practice mindfulness more, yeah. Um, I s- just care less about st- like that. Like I don't care about how people look at me. I find like people who were like are outwardly like constantly ridiculing, ridiculing. Oh my God. Why can't I say that word? <laughs> ridiculing. Let's call them ridiculous. Damn. <laughs> Are just actually, it's it's an insecurity that they're feeding well, in themselves. Well, totally. And it, like, I still have insecurities and I can recognize when I'm feeding into an insecurity. Yeah. But at least you can recognize it and know you have to work on it, right? Yeah. It was a huge aha moment for me yeah. today driving oh. home. Yeah. I really I like that. I love that. There you go. You just turned traffic into something that was ended up being a positive A nice experience. little mindful moment. Yeah. I it was pretty that. cool. And yeah, you hit the nail on the head. The Brian five years ago, his inse- he would have laughed and ridiculed because his, yeah. his insecurity was right. he hadn't done anything. Right. You know? You felt bad he about had yourself. I- he had ideas. You're but like, look never- at these guys failing. Yeah, look at these guys materializing something even though yeah. I've never materialized an idea yeah. kind of thing. Right. And so, yeah, I see it in a, in a bit of a different light. It was and like it was a nice to um, of your own, of your own uh, uh, fear of failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of twofold there. And yeah. I don't know if this their business will succeed or not. Right. All I know is they did the most important thing about, you know, just making it happen. Yeah, totally. And so it was and pretty cool. And sometimes, you know, you, you put your shit out there and like, you know, when we first started Backchat, we didn't even have – microphones we were recording on a microphone on the computer microphone because we didn't yeah, even know completely we were like we had no idea what we were doing but someone else would have listened to that and been like oh my god look at these you know unprofessional and that's always the insecurity in your mind totally but it's like you know everyone's start gonna start somewhere yeah everyone's and the important thing somewhere. is it doesn't matter you know i the, i think the sound quality is pretty good for the show i love our um, sound quality the most important thing though <laughs> any quality aside is we show up every week yes. for each other yes and we put effort into it yeah and 
And, you know, we just, we turned an idea into something that we can, that's quantifiable. Yeah, totally. And I think that's, um, that's pretty cool. And it makes you feel good, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's nice. Yeah. And so it's just nice to be able to take that little bit of, I guess, accomplishment and apply it into other areas. Totally. Such as being stuck in traffic behind a moving van. Yeah, for that sure. That a little shady. Yeah, totally. I, I hear what you're saying. Like, you know, one of my goals that I'll, and I'll share it on back chat is to be so like I love to write music you know I love to write music I love to sing and I play guitar Mm -hmm. and um lately I've noticed like I haven't really been doing it that much it's been a struggle for me over the last few years and it's because I'm afraid to fail and I'm afraid to like put my shit out there even though I love writing music I love writing songs so I was like, you know what? So they have this new uh, feature on Instagram called Instagram TV. Okay. You know it? Yeah. Well, it kind of annoys sorta. me because it always pops up. I know, I know. When I don't want it to. I know. But you can create your own channel. Okay. And you can post videos there that are 10 minutes or less. So I was like, well, what if I just started posting videos of me playing my songs on my yeah. Instagram TV? Mm-hmm. And then it's not a post on my feed it's like a separate thing that you have to like go to yeah so if you want to hear my songs you could like you could, you could purposefully go, go and make that decision it's yeah. not going to like show up on your newsfeed or whatever and i was you know it's like because and it's like because what i'm afraid of is like i'm afraid that what like people won't like it or they'll think that i'm stupid or like it's bad or they won't like the lyrics or they'll be like nitpicking the lyrics but it's like you know kim kim was saying to me the other day like she's like well what's the worst that could happen it's like what people won't like it someone tells you it sucks yeah like what what's the worst that could happen someone doesn't like literally that's it and it's like if someone said like you suck i would be like lol you know so it's like why do i care i don't really care right your mind's your own worst enemy right yeah totally so it's 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 interesting like once you start to realize how these things in your mind work yeah how you can like start to come up with ways to overcome that and really take that next step and push yourself so you know which is important it is so important. important it's very important yeah you know and speaking of you know putting your mind uh in in a in a state or yeah. uh, exceeding the abilities of the material world. Ooh, I just want to I want to mm-hmm. point out your hands right now. You're doing oh, yes. you're doing swimming? spooky swim fingers. <laughs> yes. It's like you're swimming through fog. I'm swimming through fog. But what are you swimming towards, Krista? I'm swimming towards uh, I think I see a sign in the distance. What does uh, it say? Um in, in your, your dreams. dreams. <laughs> Every time. This will never get old. No, it in the will stars, never get old. in your dreams, just it'll these, never get old. Yeah, I love these intros. Yeah, one of my faves. So we've got actually two. Oh, we've in your got dreams a today. Got a double whammy. A double whammy. A double header. Yeah. And what do you want to start with? Well, I think we should probably start with. Um, you know what? Let's just dive right into my dream. Okay. Because I know that we had another listener that wrote in about their dream. Yes. And I'm not sure if we have it ready to read in front of us right now. I just realized that. I'm I'm gonna read that dream. Okay, perfect. But um, oh, and I wasn't oh sure gosh, if you had sorry. it handy. So, I am but on my end, yeah. So I had. I don't even think I've ever had a dream like this in my life, Krista. It was the most bizarre dream I've ever had. So I had a baby in the dream. But like it was my baby. Like it wasn't a surrogate baby. I had somehow given birth to this. Now in the dream it was I just had the baby though. Like I didn't know how I got went about giving birth to this baby. But I knew there's no backstory. But I but I had. And so it was me in the dream with this baby. Yeah. 
Um, and I just remember that I was in this really nice apartment and all the walls were glass and it was looking out. I don't know if it was like a sunrise or a sunset. I just yeah. remember like a really beautiful horizon and a clear day. Right. And I was breastfeeding this baby <laughs> and it was the weirdest thing in the world and were I were you like shocked that you were breastfeeding well I was really like in the dream I was just like oh yeah I gotta feed the baby but like thinking back I'm like whoa and gotta here's the weird the thing baby. I didn't have breasts though right. they were just like just my normal you know like pectorals like, my pecs and I was like breastfeeding a baby on them That's and I just so remember funny. like feeling it even it was just the weirdest That's thing so weird I know but and then I just remember you know it's like this is my baby like I love my baby. Oh my god! <laughs> I love so, my baby. I didn't have that accent though. Oh, so you yeah. Oh, so okay. that really struck um, a chord somewhere, and it just made me remember those specific details. Wow. So I was really hoping, as a professional dreamologist, that I could help you out. You could dive right in and sort some shit out. Well, you know, when you told me this dream, I was like, "This is some weird shit," but like, I'm into it. Um, I was like, maybe you have a nipple fetish. Um, <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. Um, so actually, incredibly positive dream. Really? So first of all, let's okay. talk about the other aspects of your dream. Because okay. it wasn't just that there was breastfeeding. <laughs> no. It was I mean, that you were – can I actually just paint the picture that I have in my head when you told me this dream? Okay. Wait. I imagined you <laughs> – Standing in your silk robe, okay, in the morning. Was it like with like what, curlers in your hair? What color was the silk robe? <laughs> like fuchsia, <laughs> fuchsia with like yellow Hawaiian flowers or oh, something. Oh, I'm it. loving it. And um, so <laughs> you're standing in front of this big bay window, mm -hmm. looking out onto the horizon with this beautiful view, like just like the ocean. And just standing there in pure bliss with as the sun um, <laughs> casts its rays onto your breastfeeding ass. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> not laughing. And the baby, the baby goes, and goes gotcha. <laughs> I don't think it was old enough to speak. Okay, but so it was Soup's newborn. Oh yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so okay, so um, breastfeeding. Yeah. So what this signals, besides if you're actually breastfeeding, it would be common for you to have this dream. Okay. Um, but since you're not. No. Um, it can it's kind of symbolize um, your like love and tenderness and that good things um, will be – are at your grasp. Oh. So good things are at your grasp. Okay. Um, and like you're feeling good about them. Good. It could also mean like be careful about who you're confiding about these things in. This is a vulnerable, a vulnerable aspect. Okay. Okay. And so the baby, dreaming, dreaming of a baby, especially a newborn baby, is like innocence and new beginnings. But it's like your own inner nature that's like pure, vulnerable, and helpless, and it's uncorrupted. So you've got something. Something that's like it's good that you feel good about. Yeah. Something that's new, but like vulnerable. Okay. Now the to dream of the horizon is like also new beginnings. Yeah. So you've got two things that uh, symbolize new beginnings, Ooh. but then also um, like goals and plans going okay. well. Oh, nice. So, and then to dream of sunshine is like that there's an emotional or situational breakthrough and it means that you're headed in the right direction. Wow. This is really good stuff. It's a great dream. Yeah. Um, glass windows symbolize bright hopes, 
possibilities, perspective, and insight. Who so knew? To dream of like breastfeeding a baby in a silken robe. Yeah. I mean, that part wasn't part of the dream. <laughs> just in a fuchsia in. silken robe. Yes. With yellow Hawaiian flowers. Yes. Um, I kind of want that robe now. I actually have like a similar thing. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> it's kind of like you're standing there. You've got all these new goals and intentions in your life that you are putting out into the world. And it's like yeah. it's like a symbol of like you're you're getting it back. Oh. Like what you're doing is good. You're yeah. putting yourself in the right direction. You're nurturing. You're nurturing your your yourself and your goals and your dreams. Okay. How do you feel about that? I actually feel like that could be bang on because more mean, so than ever. From what we've talked about lately, I think this could be. I, I think truthful. so. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been putting a lot of effort into, you know, like goal setting yeah. and reviewing intentions and yeah. things like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I like it. Feels good, right? I like the sounds of that. You know, maybe didn't feel so good when you woke up. It was really strange when I woke up. Yeah. Like it was bizarre. <laughs> it was the weirdest yeah. feeling. I've also had a dream that I was like breastfeeding a child and walking, holding a wagon with like a four-year-old and then like two kids in the back. So, and I'm like, Whoa. what does that mean? Yeah. I, I want to analyze it already. I yeah. want to know the color of the wagon. Yeah. And how I was like walking and breastfeeding and I realized like, oh shit. You know, this is hard. I'm walking and breastfeeding. Yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> like, who I mean, is she? I was exhausted standing in my window. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, try having four. Wow. Well, that was, um. I was, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And I'm really happy that it's such a positive, such a positive thing to dream about. Yeah. As weird as it might be. So yeah. I will keep you posted. Please I will do. let you know, you know, if this has any ramifications in my life, if I notice anything. Yeah. 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 Please do. Please do. So we also have a listener. Yeah. Who wrote in. Made your, made your entire day, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whenever we get a listener writing in. Yeah. All smiles. All smiles. Krista all smiles. just loves it. All smiles, I just said. <laughs> all smiles. So I'm just going to read this word for word. Okay? okay. So in my dreams is how it started. <laughs> and I was like, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay, guys. I had a weirdo dream the other night and it's kind of creepy, like Halloween vibes. Ooh. So get ready. I was staying in a hotel that was really long and there was a big vent next to my bed. And then this huge rat comes in through the vent. It was kind of cute, sometimes like a cat and kind of creepy all of a sudden. <laughs> like it was Wally size, but long, skinny rat face. I was staying there with my dad and our st- and my stepmom, pretty sure. And they said it's normal for rats to be there. It was cuddling me. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> it was cuddling me and being cute. And then I would chase it away. And then later I looked at my phone and there was a text from someone saying that the rats eat dead people and that there must be a dead girl in the building and it's eating her flesh whoa that took that took a turn yeah (laughs) there was another part of my dream where i was putting together a fundraiser event with apple pie candy and games for my school and it was the last day of school someone was smoking a cigarette next to me and the smoke burned my skin off whoa so there's kind of like a lot of dead flesh in this there's there's definitely some flesh there's a little bit of burning going on. Yeah. You know, there's definitely. So I picked out a few key things. Okay. What did you over pick out of that? that? So I picked out. So we've got, she was staying in a hotel. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'll list them out first. We've got a hotel. Yeah. We've got a rat. Yes. That kind of looked like a cat. Yeah. There was some flesh eating. Yes. And there was a cigarette. Yes. That involved okay. some burning. All right. Yeah. So Burns, to stay yeah. in a hotel. Yeah. I'm going to 
kind of paint a big picture, that means typically that you're going through a shift of mind and of personal identity. So there's kind of a transition at play that you're moving away from old habits. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's kind of just flat up. If you dream you're in a hotel, that's kind of usually just what it is. There's really no other ambiguous terms to go along with that. Interesting. So now to dream of a rat in this hotel symbolizes, um, can symbolize, rats symbolize doubt, greed, envy or betrayal, or covert activities. So, yeah. So now the fact that she was actually petting this rat at certain points means that she's actually not letting that stuff near her. So she was embracing this rat and actually not letting the negativity or like any bad stuff affect her that she might be going through during this transition. So now the cat... Yeah. Because the rat also had cat-like qualities. Yeah. Cats represent independent feminine power and creativity. Cool. Yeah. Which I think actually the fact that it appeared in a hotel in the dream is signifying that she's going through a transition into more of an independent feminine kind of power. Right. And she's not letting the haters get to her essentially. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Whatever might be there. Oh, cool. Um, So flesh eating signifies um, tremendous pressure and feeling drained. So if you combine, like, what did she think was eating the flesh in the dream? The rat. Oh, my God. Yeah. So feeling drained feeling by those drained haters. Feeling drained by those haters. Yeah. Yeah. And then to dream of um, a cigarette and a burn yeah. actually highlights issues of dependency. And it's telling you to analyze aspects of your waking life where you might be too dependent. Oh. That could be leading. Two, a delay in your transition as a person. Oh my that's god! That's more independent with all what these haters. What a crazy yeah. dream! Yeah. Wow. So I think that symbolizes to our listener that you're going through um, a change in your life for the better. Oh. And cool. that you're just aware of some things trying to hold you back, yeah. but you're you are aware of them. You're yeah. facing them head on. Facing them head on, not letting it get to you. And just um, the downfall is being dependent. So just being dependent. So keep staying independent. Yes. Keep independent. Love and that. And go forward with your mission. You are good oh, to go. Yes. Yeah. And Brian is putting his fist out. I really am. Yeah. That was air. my, yeah. Woo. Yeah. You go. Power. You All the power to Love you. Love it. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, that that was two very, you know, very two dreams that were both very strange that ended up having really profound endings. Definitely. Wow. We, you know, we are excellent <laughs> dreamologists. We are the best dreamologists. I think I've, I actually don't think I've heard other dreamologists though, in all fairness. Well, you know, maybe one day we could have someone come on the show, but I don't know that they would be able to surpass our We've level. set the bar pretty high. We have. Like we have. really high. Yes, it's mm-hmm. true. You know, people have come to depend on us. They <laughs> they have. We... You know what I've actually never dreamed of, speaking of dreams? Mm-hmm. I've never dreamed that we're making an episode of Backchat. Have you? I think we dream about it in other ways, though, because dreams are often very. I know, um, but like when very that, I would love to dream of that. And, you know, well, yeah. I, but I think if we dreamt of doing it, it would mean something completely different. Oh, it probably would. Yeah. Whereas we've had different oh, although, items. Although, actually, that's not true because remember my dream where we were decorating that big mason jar together? True. That was me and you doing something but, together. But it wasn't like we weren't recording. 
Yeah. And it wasn't like this but kind of situation. we were working on a project. We were working on a project. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> a crazy-ass project. Yeah. And speaking of crazy-ass projects, yeah. if you want to find me on Instagram, I'm at Helix, B-R-Y-H-E-L-I-X. I'm at Carminal, K-A-R-M-I-N-A-L. And, and guess what, you guys? You can find us at Backchat Podcast on Instagram now. We have an Instagram account. Yeah. All DMs, Backchat. All DMs, the time. Yeah. Um, just a little heads up. That's where um, the listener reached out to us yes. to tell us about the dream for this week. Yes, so. we've actually had quite a few people in the DMs, which has been awesome. And yeah, I been, love talking to you guys. So I think it's a lot easier than just sending an email. But so if you too. want to do that too, it's backchatpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Yeah. Well, Krista, I'm thinking is it, a wrap? it is, might is, be a wrap for this a, week's episode yeah can we end the show in a weird voice here uh, always okay you you let's can do do, it. you can start it in a weird voice you can end it in a weird voice let's do it let's do it okay i'm gonna leave that to you though okay. well i think that's a wrap on this episode of Batchat. i'm brian <laughs> i'm krista and together we're <laughs> Batchat. <Batchat. laughs>